TV84 with your host Solomon Jones, aka Jonesy, aka Sully, aka Mr. Please subscribe and share. Fellas Dabs, please subscribe. And y'all gotta start sharing, man. Um, ladies, hugs, kisses, and butt rubs, please subscribe and share. Now, this video is overdue. You know, I have mentioned before that, you know, I have a list of red flags that I keep. And if a woman exhibits a couple of these, you know, some of them have to be just one that could be deal breakers. Some of them aren't. And some of you have been asking me, Solo, what is this list? So this is long overdue. First, I want to say shout out to BGS Ipmore uh, once again. He made a, a response video to my Does a Woman's Sexual Past Matter? And you, you guys got to check out his video because he broke down hypergamy to a science that I have never heard before. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos on hypergamy. I've also, um, you know, read a lot of blog posts on hypergamy. But none of them were as concise and as broken down to a science as his video. And it, it was very powerful. Um, also, shout out to the OG, Black Ram, who I consider a mentor. Uh, you know, he's, I, I consider him a mentor, not a peer, um, because he is the foundation of a lot of, you know, the stuff that I do. You know, if you look at some of the stuff I do, some people might say, well, Black Ram already did this. But he's the foundation. And the journey that he has already taken, I'm going on a similar journey. That's why some of our videos um, coincide. Because he's already gone through it, or I'm going through it at this point. And, you know, um, it's always refreshing to go back and watch his video and then be like, ah, Okay, okay. Now, Ram has a video called Why a Woman's History is Important. And in the video, Ram said something where a lot of men might think the topics are redundant when it comes to um, topics about black women, as an example, or topics about women, period, and feminism, and how they're tiring, but how we are in a war and we must fight, and to fight, we those who have knowledge are meant to share it. Let me repeat, those who have knowledge or experience are meant to share it, okay? Because with this knowledge and experience that one has accrued, you can save somebody else from making possibly the same mistake or to avoid the pitfalls that another may have experienced. And this is important because when I read some of these emails that I get, especially emails on borderline personality disorder, women, men who have dealt with these women, okay, it's very powerful. Men are sending me emails saying, you know what, I don't see a lot of guys talking about this solo. Um, I appreciate that. Men who, you know are dealing with women and they don't know what to do or what to expect. And for me, I get criticized 
for being a one-trick pony. A lot of people think that, oh, all he talks about is single mothers. He always does, that's all he talks about. When, if you're a black man, especially if you're a black man, or if you're a man, period, and most of the women that you try to, well, let me, let me save that for, for a moment. Let me save that for a moment. But here's the thing. With being a one-trick pony, if you go on my playlist, okay, and you see my playlist, you, you, know, you have the single mother selection, you have interviews and podcasts, uh, borderline personality disorder is the second most, or tied for the first most topic, or second most actually, because social commentary is first, then I have business one-on-one, story time with Solo, I have a little bit of anime, um, then I have uh, fuck, uh, something called fuckery, a playlist, uh, that's basically just a mesh of different things. Uh, black man issues. I have a lot of videos on that. Dating games and tips. I have midtown videos. So if you go through my playlist, there's more than just one topic. But I get criticized for being a one-trick pony who only talks about single mothers. But yet, anybody who's been following my channel, every year... The, the topics have evolved. I've touched on topics that get slept on. And the reason I point this out is because this is important. This is very important. Because people only choose to, to see what they want to see. If I post a video on business, on how to be rich, or business advice, or a video on how to lose fat, where I interviewed, um, you know, trainer... Jerry McClocken, and I know I'm butchering your name, Senator of Truth, but where I interviewed Senator of Truth, you know, those videos don't get a lot of views. But you know what? I don't do videos like that for the views. I do videos like that because if somebody, like my boy Darkman X said, if somebody can get value from that video, just even one person, that's all that matters. If even one person, just one person looked at the video, you know, how to lose fat or how to lose weight, where I'm interviewing Senator of Truth, and that one person took that advice and lost weight, boom, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And so, as I, as a person, continue to evolve and grow, so will the channel. And there will be topics, and I've said it before, that Certain people will like and certain topics that won't like, you know. Now, let's get back to the topic at hand. Um, this one is called seven, you know, seven red flags that every man should look out for. Seven red flags that she's a thought. Seven signs she's a BPD. Whatever. This is universal, okay. And let's get straight into it. And I'm sorry, I, I spent eight minutes talking without getting into the video, but it's very important that people understand the reasoning for this video because what may be common knowledge to a lot of y'all is not common knowledge to a lot of y'all. Let that sink in for a second. Number seven, 
seven red flags, you know, seven signs that you look out for. Number seven, single mothers. Yes, single mothers, single mothers, single mothers, okay? Number seven, that's a red flag. Um, and in some cases, it, it, it's a deal breaker. It's definitely a deal breaker for a relationship for me, okay? Um, single mothers, I've touched on this numerous times. Single mothers are some of the biggest thoughts out there. Um, no reason to elaborate. I mean, single mothers uh, tend to have a lot of financial issues, not all of them, but most, where they can't afford a babysitter. They're always strapped for cash. They're looking for a daddy, even if they say they're not. They, if, the, if, the, if it's a young child, they're looking for a daddy uh, to take care of that bastard child. And single mothers, um, you know, it's a, it's a deal breaker to me now. I don't, you know, I don't remember the last time I dated a single mother. And even if I try to talk to a single mother recently... It never goes anywhere just because I lose interest. And, you know, yeah, she could be bad, but if she's a single mother, you know, I let her know up front, hey, this isn't going to go anywhere seriously um, if you're just looking to have some fun. But even then, I can't be bothered, okay? Single mothers, to the left, to the left. Beyonce song, to the left, to the left, okay? Keep it moving. Don't stop for me. Uh, find the next sucker over right there. Yep, that dude that looks like Stephen A. Smith. Go talk to that dude, okay? Don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> number six. Number six. A woman who engages, number six, in excessive alcohol and drug use. I got an email rec just recently, like I said, from a guy named John uh, who was dealing with a BPD, you know, a borderline personality disorder woman. And John said that the girl would have to drink a four local every day before she went to work. Okay? Now, I, just to experience, like, because, you know, I remember drinking four locals. I drank a four local the other night. I couldn't even finish half of it. I just couldn't. It was just disgusting, too sugary. And I can't imagine drinking a whole four local every day before I go to work. I just couldn't imagine. I, 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 I'd be lucky if I even made it to do the job safe. Okay? And women who engage in excessive substance abuse where they drink a lot of alcohol or drug use, um, those are women that also tend to be a little bit looser. Um, women, especially pretty women, have access to free drugs and booze because a lot of men who know that women like to party, especially pretty girls who are coke sluts or coke whores or party girls. And these women tend to take it to access. And, and because of the drugs, they're not cheap, especially the good drugs, you know, that the club drugs like Molly and... Um, cocaine, you know, sometimes a woman will get on her knees to do what she has to do. And for a woman, it may not mean much, you know, for her to do a, a little bit of a five-minute service with her mouth. Um, but, you know, some women still do it. So, 
Excessive alcohol and drug use is definitely a red flag. Okay? It's definitely a red flag. Typically, women who engage in excessive alcohol and drug use, um, and I'm, I know I'm stereotyping, but it's true, they tend to be those cold whores, okay? Uh, party girls who are sluts. Um, women who will, you know, engage in pay-for-play, prostitution, shit like that. The more, the more of a druggie she is, the more she probably engages in those type of behaviors. Because those women, uh, drugs aren't, aren't free. Okay, you can't just go to a store and, hey, can I get some free drugs? You know, so yeah. Number five, crazy talk. Shit like, oh my gosh, I know we are perfect together or... Boo, I can see us living together, you know what I'm saying? I already love you and I haven't met you. Crazy talk. Women who project a lot typically are desperate or have some underlying issues and project this to men. I already talked about another video how I was talking to a woman recently. And on the first date, the woman told me that she had abandonment issues, and in her own words, she was crazy. When a woman tells you she's crazy, no sane woman is going to tell you she's crazy. Okay? And the way the woman said it, it may have been jokingly, but I took it to heart. And at that point, I said, okay, you know what? I'm good. Crazy talk. Okay? Women who say a bunch of outlandish shit, that's a red flag, and... You know, crazy talk, in my opinion, is definitely a deal breaker, no matter the circumstance. I do not deal with crazy talk just from BPD experience. No, no, no. All right, number four, child abuse or abused as a child. Women who have been abused are traumatized individuals who carry that trauma for the rest of their lives. Abused people tend to be more closed off emotionally, which makes it harder, especially for a woman, to pair bond. And pair bond is the ability for a woman to bond and be intimate with her man. This is something I have discussed in a lot of videos, especially lately. This is something that um, Black Ram has discussed as well. And pair bond, you know, Black Ram used the term where, you know, uh, a woman, when literally, when you make love to a woman, there's some sort of a fluid that gets released that allows a woman to bond closer with you. And the more a woman has sex, uh, she loses that ability to because it keeps being released, especially if it's with different men. This is why you don't want women to be on the car carousel because they lose that ability to bond with one man because they've had different cocks in and around their vagina, ass, and mouth. And so, being abused as a child, uh, if a woman has been, as an example, raped, um, she will have intimate issues that can hinder the progress of a relationship severely. If she used to be beaten, if she has daddy issues, if the dad wasn't there, um, if she was emotionally abused, it doesn't just have to be physically, but emotionally um, you know, all of that, that is definitely a red flag 
and definitely a deal breaker because I, I you know listen I know that abuse is, is not uncommon as children but if a woman has been going through something you can't save her okay you just can't um, that's what the professional uh, psychiatrist or psychologist is for now that's not your job to save the woman you know let let her go through a doctor or a counselor of some sort who is qualified number two she's a club rat wifey material women don't go to clubs every weekend that's the reality clubs are for people who wanna have fun with their friends get drunk get it in high quality women don't have time to be clubbing every weekend or much at all usually women who club a lot also have a high body count or are promiscuous an example girls who fuck the club owners DJs or even the bouncer just to have a better seat in the clubs or be able to skip the line I know girls who fuck bartenders just to get a better VIP booth. And uh, let me give you an example. Six years ago, okay, this was a while ago. I was dating nothing serious, but I was dating a former stripper. And she definitely had hit the wall, um, you know. But you could tell that, you know, the, the, that life had caught up to her. But when we would go out, you know, we would go to clubs. She would, you know, she would know everybody. We would never have to wait in line. We would always get into the VIP section. And, um, you know, she would know all the girls, like all the girls that were the, the bottle girls, the bottle service girls. And she would always point out, oh, this girl is fucking this NFL player and she's getting paid. This girl is doing this. And it boggled my mind. How many girls that worked at club also were escorts on the side or did other shit on the side? And, you know, I learned a lot. I thought I knew a lot already at that point about the club scene. But, you know, she brought up, introduced me to another culture of the club. What the elite people get to do in those clubs. You know, pretty girls getting access to drugs and this and that. That's why I never get gassed by a pretty face. I mean, look at some of these females. And some of you guys go crazy for them, especially those Instagram thoughts. Well, what if I told you that girl will do cocaine off a man's ass, okay? And, and so that opened up my, my eyes a lot. And... Club girls, and I know some guys right now, oh, well, I met my wife at the club. Well, good for you. Good for you. Did you, you know what I'm saying? But club girls are not the type of girls that are girlfriend material. That's a red flag. If a girl is saying, oh, I'm going to the club tonight with my girls, I'm sorry. But if I'm in a relationship, you know, I know they, they have girls night out, whatever, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that shit is not going to fly with me, man. I'm sorry. Number two. This is a vi something I've talked about already in another video. Number two. She has a lot of guy friends. This is important because when a woman says, I don't get along with girls that well. I get better along with guys. It's a huge red flag. Now, 
women, okay, some women realize that dealing with other women is a pain in the ass. Okay, that's this is funny. Women, there's certain women who will realize, oh my gosh, women are so catty and bitchy, whoop de woo. That's hilarious. However, a woman who doesn't get along with her own, that's a huge red flag. If every guy is, if all she has is guy friends, they're orbiters. And orbiters are guys who um, are, you know, quote unquote friends, emphasis on the quote. Uh, but some of these guy friends, you know, have intentions of wanting to smash, okay? And some of these guy friends probably have smashed. Um, and what happens is, is that, you know, either she's kept them in the friend zone or, believe it or not, some of these guy friends have kept her in the friend zone because of, you know, just to smash. And so a woman who has a lot of guy friends um, is very hard for me to take serious. You know, if a woman says, yeah, but, you know, just to let you know, I'm still going to hang out with my guy friends whoop -de -woo, by myself, one-on-one, I find that very disrespectful. Um, and that's a very, you know, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Uh, that one is a deal breaker to me. Number one, here we go. Number one, attention whores. Women are addicted to attention, especially in the social media era. Attention to a woman is like busting and not to a man. And I got to credit Tyreek Nasheed for saying that. That's the first time I heard that. Let me repeat. Attention to a woman is like busting and not to a man. You know, so imagine how good that attention feels. I always tell the story, and I'm going to tell the story again. This one time that I went out, you know, to a lounge. And, you know, I was dressed nice. I had a very nice blue shirt on with a nice tie. My Kango hat cocked to the side. And, um, you know, I'm just walking. A woman comes up and she says, oh, you look really nice. I take another step. Literally, another woman comes up who didn't hear a different woman. Oh, you look really nice. Thank you. I literally take another step. Another woman I, I, comes up, says, you smell really good. I like your smell. Literally, three women within a 10-second span compliment. And you know what? That high, okay, was like a high. It was like a euphoric high. And these weren't ugly women. These were beautiful women just to come back. Boom, 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 okay? And I was like, wow. And for a glimpse, God allowed me to experience what it's like for a woman or a high-value male to get attention from a woman. Okay, now imagine that women experience this high constantly, and it's something they, they want. It's a high. And if you're a woman, you know what I'm talking about. You know when a guy gives you attention, especially if it's from a guy that you want to get attention from, that it boosts your ego like a motherfucker. Okay, and nowadays, and the reason I mentioned the story is because, I, like I said, I got a little glimpse into that world, and... I'll never forget it. Um, women will post on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook behaviors that get them attention, like being socially outspoken, trying to earn cool points by being smart, or posting shock value photos. For example, and this is a true story, um, 
a, a, a girl's, uh, you know, I saw a girl's posting a picture of them doing cocaine. I mean, it's a true story on Facebook. Also, a woman who constantly changes her hair has attention whore syndrome. Beware, fellas. Okay? Attention whores. Now, a lot of people will say, well, solo, this would eliminate all women. Now, when I say red flags, I'm not saying it's an automatic, you know, she's done. I mean, that's up to you. But to me personally, if a woman, you know, exhibits two of these red flags... You know, I mean, every woman is going to have a flag, yellow, red, whatever you want to call them. But these are definitely red flags to me. And there's certain red flags that are deal breakers. The one being abused as a child is a deal breaker. Um, single mothers, deal breaker, you know. Um, yeah, you know, so I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own list, their own criteria. You know what I'm saying? You let me know yours. I mean, but this is just basically, you know, having standards as a man. So that way you will not fall for just anything. And as men, we have to put these standards or impose these standards on ourselves, if you will. Because if you don't have them, any Jane, Tisha, or Kimberly can come through and, and crush the buildings, so to speak. Meaning that you have to have something that you stand by so that way you will not have a woman disrespect you or you are not willing to deal with certain type of fuckery. It's just important. And I think as men, we don't do that enough. That's why a lot of men end up being in relationships with thoughts or bust downs or women who are whores end up getting married to bad women end up going through divorce going through the ringer um, and and then they go through a lot of pain with alimony child support um, divorce you know STDs trust issues all types of shit that affects you because you've dealt with the wrong women anyways your boy solo TV 84 once again, I appreciate all of my viewers and subscribers, commentators. I, I appreciate all of y'all. Um, you know, please support me. There's more to come. Um, and I'm out.